0: what's going on guys my name is hussein and i usually do this uh uh bit of news every time postgres gets released but i missed it somehow postgres 13 was released september 24 and i missed it postgres is not making fuss about their releases they just like tweet yeah we just released postgres 13 no big deal yeah and they just move on they need to make bigger fuss about this. I didn't know about this. I was for God's sake, I was using Postgres 13 without knowing because I was I was making my database um, introduction to database engineering course and I was using Docker and Docker by default was the latest. <laughs> and I was using Postgres 13 without even knowing. So yeah, that was pretty cool. So let's go through this. I usually go through the um, the press release uh summary and then go through the matrix and then just scroll down and and i try to explain whatever i understand obviously i don't understand everything right so that's why i leave it to you if anyone um expert in database engineering or expert specifically in postgres and you think some of these features might really you might benefit from that would be awesome i'll we jump into it guys so postgres 13 was released on september 24th and um uh, there is a there's a little bit some themes. It looks like they focused on performance gains in this release, uh, minimum security uh, features, and a uh, little bit extensions and optimization when it comes to vacuuming. Which is I I throw this in under performance if you ask me. So so in general, uh, they they made uh, improvement when it comes to vacuuming specifically, like uh, parallel vacuuming. Uh, for indexes and uh, what i liked about this is you're going use uh, they are using now multiple threads to vacuum bad indexes and this is enabled by default you had you don't have to do anything All right so 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 postgres guys if you if you update anything if you don't know if you update or delete anything the index still points to this dead row right? So there is a, you, you, you're going to start seeing this did tuples all of the time. And the cost of reading the index with a did couple can be, if if they are a lot, can be a little bit deadly, right? Because you're reading this and then you find out, you're going to find out it's dead. It, it's, Postgres knows it's dead. But the cost of reading it while finding out that is dead, that's expensive. So vacuum, usually I clean this up. If you do vacuum full, I believe that's what you call it, which I believe uh, does an exclusive log on this, right? It, it will do all of this stuff for you. If you do vac normal vacuum, that also cleans up the, the indexes in a parallel manner. So that's that's pretty neat, I think. Incremental sorting, uh, all this. This is an... Apparently, this I, I didn't know what this is. It says, incremental sorting. It's actually a new sorting algorithm, apparently, that... Uh, that implemented, so I had to Wikipedia it. So there is like partial sorting, and there is this incremental sorting, which which brandy does things much much faster. Uh, another performance gain: the uh, data duplication, uh, deduplication of B three indexes. So you know, guys, like let's say you have uh, this is what I created on my course, right? I had um I had a table with grades, right? So and 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 uh, the grades were an integer. And their name, field, and then grade, and you know the grade is like from zero to hundred, and grades are, are are doomed to be duplicated, right? So in this case, if you create an index on the grades, you will have uh, multiple entries in the index that points to the same exact value, but they are different rows, right? So today in Postgres Twelve, what they did is is every index it's an it's a every uh, entry in the index points to that row, right? So to, to that table in the row. So you know, if you have like, I don't know, let's say the grade 70 and you have like 100,000 for of those, so you're gonna have 100,000 of those entries, right? And, and they are organized in that way. But what they fixed in Postgres 13 or they enhanced is they made a single entry with an array of. Row IDs, or I think they call it TIDs, right? Which points to the table, which is pretty efficient. So they deduplicated this day. So instead of duplicating these values, the 30, the 30, the 30, 30, 30, 30 all the time, they just basically have one, uh, or, or 70, 70 in our case, they have one value and then on that, right? They made all of this stuff, so pretty cool. They made a pretty good enhancement to partitioning, which is pretty neat, uh, Partitioning, if you don't know, guys, is the idea of splitting the table either by range, by list, or by hash into multiple tables. So it is still to you as a user, uh, it's a one table, but behind the scenes, there are multiple tables. And you can access those tables if you would like to. And the trick here is they fixed some performance. Paths where they were accidentally scanning multiple partition unnecessarily, so they they pruned. They call this pruning. They prune these part- partition to focus on only things they need absolutely to scan, which is very 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 important. So partition pruning pruning has to be enabled wonderful some administrative sub uh, parallel vacuuming we talked about that a little bit uh, uh right ahead logs uh, improvements and yeah some stuff yeah so here's here's the matrix guys so if you see this is the matrix uh, you can see this the gradual values nine five nine six ten eleven twelve thirteen 13 you can see anything that is has a yes in it here that means it just just Introduced this release, right? While it says no, that means it wasn't introduced in Postgres 12. So you can see that explain wall support. So now you can actually explain with the option to do a, a write ahead log. So how about we actually demo this stuff, right? So let's clean this up. And write ahead log has to do, has, only shows up when you actually write, right? So if I do explain and analy- a um, let's do this analyze true. Uh, write ahead log true and i do insert into i don't know i have a grades table here i think let's say name or oh, i don't know what's what's null. i think it's just like it's just a good a g values i don't know 10 if i do that you can see that the wall right ahead loads record 2 uh, i forgot what this stands for images something like that i forgot what stands for and the number of bytes required for that That is, if i did it again this goes down it's just uh uh i don't know how exactly postgres does this but this is now more information for you to to look at which is which is pretty cool right ahead log. uh inserts data can trigger auto vacuum which is also pretty neat and uh The idea of, uh, if you, here's the thing, guys. So I might say, hey, I'm inserting new data. Why I need to vacuum a table, right? Because why would we need to vacuum in Postgres to begin with? When you update a row or delete a row, that row is orphaned and a new row is inserted, right? And that, when you vacuum, those bad entries, those dead tuples are just removed physically from Uh, From the table. Well, it depends. Uh, It depends if you do full, which is physically removing it from the page, or vacuum, which is just marking them as bad. So when you insert, these are just new stuff, right? So nothing to clean up, but we, Postgres is a multiversion concurrency control system, so that if you insert a row and there are uh isolation we talked about isolation many times on this channel right uh, check out the video right here acid so if i insert a new row and there is like an existing transaction that is running that transaction should not see my row because i inserted it in a new, in, in another transaction right unless unless it's committed right as long as i didn't commit if i inserted this transaction is still running so it needs an, an isolated lens it needs to see its own stuff. If 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 if, if that, that old transaction saw my row, that that's a dirty read, right? Bad idea. So 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 Postgres sits these values that says, okay, this row existed from this transaction ID, uh, and did it? It's still alive, right? And the old transaction ID, obviously, when you start to read information. Uh, if you want to read that row, also does some magic. It says, okay, I am a transaction. I'm about to read. Am I allowed to see that row or not? It checks if my transaction ID is older than this transaction that this row was created in. I should not see it, right? Else, uh, else, okay, I should see it. So this check if check that is extremely expensive because we have to go and and that select that select statement can actually uh change the state of the page to 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 being uh saying that hey by the way this row is actually now visible and and there are no transactions that are alive currently beyond this the existence of this row so This row should be visible, so we don't need to do this stupid check anymore, right? So that, the act of selecting that row triggers, (laughs) funny enough, triggers a write to the page, which then, if you do it so many times, if you're in so many rows, then you're doing these selects, the first select will trigger a lot of writes, and that will slow things down. Because if you write, you need to, uh, if you write anything to the disk, right? Uh, if you write to a memory you have to write it also to disk which which creates io which is weird right I'm, I'm selecting why is this writing so to avoid this people told us all the time after insert always run full vacuum or at least vacuum so that we because no no other times trans- i'm I'm doing bulk loading right no no one is connecting to the system and then doing reading as as i'm doing this stuff right so there is no isolation there is no any of that stuff so just let, let it let it just let everybody know that all these pages are visible. So, hopefully, I didn't screw this up and I did this right. What do, what do Postgres says? The new behavior reduces the work necessary when you, when the table needs to be frozen and allow pages to be set as exactly. It allows pages to be set as all visible. If you read this, you will be very confused, right? The page as all visible means hey, there are no all transactions that need to be isolated from this. It's it's visible to everybody make it visible so vacuum does that so hussein what are you doing now what's this feature inserted data can trigger auto vacuum is a new feature that after insert an auto vacuum will be triggered which is very useful because for people who don't know to vacuum their table after insert postgres 13 is pretty neat right and you can configure how many rows you want and all that stuff. Pretty neat, right? Okay, for example, trigger an auto vacuum after a thousand rows. Trigger an auto vacuum after I don't know this much, right? Which is pretty neat. Parallel vacuums for indexing for indexes, so you can vacuum indexes in parallel, which is pretty neat, right? So it's faster, right? Because vacuum prior to this was, I guess, it's a single threaded. And it's hard to vacuum and pedal, man. Just the work required to do this, man. And I think you can also configure how many threads you want to uh, Postgres to to do this stuff when it does this thing. So it's pretty neatish stuff. Pretty neatish, cool, very cool stuff. So yeah, parallel indexing. So I I bet this this is gonna go with a lot of bugs for some reason. I have I have a feeling. Let's scroll down. What do we have? SQL JSON. So. <laughs> This is Postgres attempt to be uh, to, to pretend to be a NoSQL database, which I which I which I don't really. I don't know why why people why Postgres just stick to being a relational database. Trying to, to like it's like MongoDB trying to be as a database. Just stick to what you do best, right? Just Postgres. I I disagree with this. I, you're wasting. Why do, would I pick Postgres to store JSON values like? And then you're gonna start supporting uh, search on JSON. I think they did already. So this is now date time. They just added the function date time to JSON for some reason it's on SQL. Or am I wrong here? Let's see, what is this? The SQL JSON path. Yeah, that's the path thing that they invented. I mean, let me know, guys. What do you think about Postgres implementing these JSON features? Do you find it useful? Or do you think is uh, it's doing, it's doing uh, is doing? Oscar's just doing too much, and should, they should focus on performance and other stuff. Let me know. I would like to see your opinion. B three D duplication. Uh, we just talked about this, all right? So now you can actually in a B three. This is like this is a very good read. Um, I'll leave all these links below for you guys. So deduplication is the idea. It's like as as we said, we have we have a table that has duplicate values by default but those rows are unique obviously right because every row is unique like student ali and student roger have both gotten 80 grade right so if you get an index on on grade you have two values 80 but how do you present them in the index that's the trick so they they saved uh they by doing deduplication they, they minimize the index size and guys if you minimize the index size that's the best thing you can do why because now uh, if your index for example went from one gig to 500 ge- meg or, or or from if you if it's too big it went from like i don't know five gig or 20 gig to three gig you can fit it in memory and when you fit it in memory you can do memory scans if and if you have only index only scans and your index fits perfectly in memory, you're just CPU bound. I mean, it's not a really big deal if you have a good, powerful CPU, then, but then you're unstoppable, man. If you put your index, entire index in the memory, that's the best thing you can do. If your data and the index does not fit in memory, then the processing system will start doing all this stuff, like the paging to disk, and because you're treating the, the, the disk as memory, and then you can see... Spikes IO and I/O, and and stuff like that. And if you have an SSD, God knows what will happen over there. Yeah, SSD is gonna be faster, but it's gonna. I think, I think it's gonna reduce its life with time. If you're writing and reading and writing, reading, writing, reading, writing, writing, reading to disk, SSD can only have a little bit limited number. Fetch first with ties. This is actually a new SQL standard. Uh, it used to be called limit guys when you remember it's like oh select star from this table limit seven give me only the first seven rows and if you do, you get your f offsets zero limit seven right give me the first row starting from, uh give me seven rows starting from uh row zero and if you select, for example like, for example select star from grades where uh what or or, or or limit uh hundred uh no offset 100 limit 7 that means start from row 100 and give me 7 rows so it's very very powerful feature for paging uh if you want to page stuff right like uh, give me this page and then this page like if you like you have an app that selects okay give me this page from 0 to 100 Then you go next next thing next page obviously when a web application that's very tricky to do because How would you know if your application is stateful? This is the best, right? But if your application is stateless with HTTP, then the next call, HTTP call, to fetch the next page, like I say, I'm gonna fetch the first page, right? You do this query, right? Limit zero, whatever, ten rows, and then the next call, so the database took the hit and queried that, but stopped in this in this limit after fetching ten rows. However, if you want to fetch the next one, you got to do it all over again, right? Because that next HTTP Git call will hit a completely different process. It's not going to hit the same process. It's not going to hit the same server, especially if you have a reverse proxy or load balancer. It's going to hit a completely different server. And if you hit a completely different server, you're going to have to execute the same exact query again. And if you don't pull... You have to execute the same. You have to establish the TCP connection with the Postgres database to begin with and then follow up with the query and then do this query again to go to uh, offset 10 or offset 11 page uh, limit 10, right? So that's why people now are putting uh, layer four proxying like Envoy and and Traffic and HA Proxy on top of their... um, Postgres and MySQL databases, so they can be a little bit stateful when it comes to paging. So, only in certain situations, like, hey, if I can benefit from a, a stateful app where I can point my data, my queries onto the same process that has this cache data already, let me do it, right? So, <laughs> we didn't talk about this feature now. fetch first with ties. So, fetch first is, is a replacement, apparently, for this offset limit, right? and they just implemented the with ties option and with ties is basically if you do an order by and let's say you're 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 uh, you're giving me give me the first uh, first 10 rows right and the last row the grade is let's say 90 right but the next row after it is also 90 so this is called a tie right because that last row okay you want actually both of them, like I said. I don't know, you want to announce a winner and with tie, right? So, that particular last row is give me all the uh, that the, the first 10 rows with ties. That means the last row, if it if if they're like another row that exactly equals it, the same value returns it to me, even if it's one or two or three or four, give all the ties back to me. So, that's what it means. I have never. Had to use something like that, but I, when I read it, it's like okay, I guess I understand. No new DDL work for Postgres thirteen. Actually, no new DDL post. Uh, no new DDL work since Postgres eleven. I guess uh, it's feature complete. huh? the last thing they did was uh, create access method. So I mean, yeah, I guess reindex concurrently was done actually in in Postgres twelve. I I spoke about that in my old video in the original video yeah that was a pretty neat re-index concurrently <laughs> as a it's, it's pretty it's pretty neat. it creates i think um you can re-index concurrently w- without actually locking the table which is wow that's pretty neat uh create statistics uh some statistics uh stuff uh, hash aggregation can use disk uh, the planner can now instead of doing planning uh, aggr- if you're doing aggregate like a group by or count or stuff like that max which uh hash aggregate can create a table temporary table it used to be only on memory uh postgres 13 now allows you to use disk if if the the aggregate is so big that doesn't fit in memory right i don't know was it uh, if it didn't fit in memory, were we getting an error before let me know if you guys uh, use any of this stuff. incremental sort again we talked about this a little bit but yeah guys this is it security some security stuff uh uh, apparently it's a uh, postgres now is doing um authentication uh, for certificates which is pretty neat some extension stuff and uh yeah all right guys what do you think of postgres 13 do you think it's a big release i don't actually think it is but i think these features are really hard to work with uh really hard to build in my opinion uh if you ask me but uh i'll leave this opinion to you what do you guys think let me know in the comment section below I'm going to see you in the next one. You guys stay awesome. And uh, make sure to subscribe for more uh, back indie stuff and and discussions. We have a lot of fun discussing this stuff. Um, Check out the other content of the the channel. I'm going to see you in the next one. You guys stay awesome. Goodbye.